0: again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, a weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from varying skill range. I will be your tour guide through hell, Andrew. And of course, the guy who's been here for over 700 years and still can't figure it out, Keith. Hey. And the one who's always stuck in limbo, Liz.
1: Hey, guys.
0: And this week, we are going over After Party by Night School Studios. So this studio, I know, I don't think either of you guys played, but I was really excited for this game because this studio, the game they did before this was Oxenfree, which is also on Game Pass, and I highly recommend that game.
1: Is that the Elijah Wood game?
0: No. You're thinking of Broken Age. But Oxenfree is a game that's relatively similar to the style of this game, but the best way to kind of describe this game is it is a 2D walking simulator, just about. It's it's a story-driven game where it's just... Dialogue, choosing, and kind of figuring out different branches of paths you can take and trying to figure out how to kind of get out of hell. So the game is is a very simple, easy game, very laid back. I know, Liz, you you were able to eat plenty of snacks with this game.
1: Great snack ratio.
0: (laughs) But a quick synopsis of this game is you are playing two characters named Milo and Lola. Lola. I kept wanting to say Lilo. Milo and Lola, or... I keep also wanted to call him Milo and Otis, but that's a completely different movie. But uh, you are two kids that are, well, not kids because you're graduated college. And you end up kind of waking up in hell. And you have no idea why you're there. And you're basically just trying to figure out how to get out of hell. Which you are told that the only way to get out of hell is to beat Satan. And the only way to beat Satan is with drinking games. You are basically trying to drink your way out of hell. So, starting off, this was Keith's pick. Keith, was this a game or a pass? Uh, I think this is a game. Yeah. No, it is a game. Not, I think.
1: I'm kind of surprising myself and saying I think I'm going to give it a pass.
0: Oh, that is that is surprising. For me, this is a game. Uh, I was a big fan of the studio, as I said, with Oxenfree. I think I enjoyed Oxenfree a little bit more, but I did really enjoy this game. I thought it was really interesting. So, I mean, I, I guess both of you kind of forgot this was your pick, Keith. Do you have a reason as to why you picked After Party? The biggest reason,
2: probably, is because it was new. And I think, actually, correct me if I'm wrong, was it available day one on it Game was. Pass? When it released? So, I like games like that. Um, that's always going to draw me in. But the other thing was is that when I heard the premise was you win the game by out drinking Satan to get out of hell? I thought it sounded kind of fun.
0: Yeah, it is a really kind of unique story. And... That's kind of what first drew me into this, because I loved free story, so I was really excited as to what this other story the studio came up with. And the concept of it sounded really cool. So, we're not going to try to get into too much spoilers with the story. After the podcast, after we kind of wrap everything up, we're going to have a more in-depth discussion of the story and kind of past that we picked and kind of outcomes that we did. So... We're going to try to keep the episode for the most part spoiler free. And if you want to hear kind of our spoiler discussion at the end, you're you're free to listen to it. But we'll at least kind of end the episode before we start the discussion. But overall, though, what did you guys think of the story? Because it's to me, it sounded really cool. I just think there was a couple kind of plot holes to it that I just don't think really flushed out. Because to me, overall, the story is more of a bickering family than it was like interesting about the two main characters
1: Well,
2: so I think first of all, I don't know, I think without spoiling anything, I think we can kind of go through, it's like three stages of the game, right? Yeah. So when you start out the game, you figure out, or you get there, you're not sure why you get there, but you find out you need to outdrink Satan. Your next stage is really trying to get into Satan's party, so you have a couple different options on how you can get yourself into Satan's party, which leads you into challenging Satan, he sends you off, obviously, in a bunch of more challenges, and then yeah, it ultimately leads into your final stage where you you have your drink off with him. So I guess that's kind of the main premise of it, right? Yeah. And, I don't know. So I think I think that being said, I'm gonna steal one of your classic lines that I just don't think this game overstays its welcome. So the story kinda is a little boring, if I'm honest, but it also it's short enough that I think it's worth playing, and that's why I stuck with the game obviously
1: see i I like the story my big issue with this game was the dialogue so i thought the story was great but it really reminded me of people trying to sound like teenagers which you pointed out they're not teenagers they just graduated college but that's what it reminded me of and i just thought that the writing was really bad and I, i the voice acting was amazing but i just couldn't get around that so, for me, it kind of ruined the story, because I, I think it kind of made them unlikable as well. I thought Sam was the most likable character. She's the taxi driver in hell. But, yeah, I feel bad for saying that, but it was just, I, I thought it was rough.
0: No, I, I kind of agree. I, I wouldn't say rough. I absolutely love the voice acting. I thought the voice acting in this game was really I good. I agree. I thought all the actors did a really good job. But I do kind of agree. Some of the dialogue and like banter with them kind of made them seem like they were too young. I actually had a little bit of issues with Sam's dialogue. So Sam is your main taxi driver. She's your main form of transportation. So she's one of the main demons that have been in hell since the beginning. And to me, she sounded really kind of uncertain as to what she's talking about, which I felt kind of weird. Like, to me, she sounded very similar to Milo and Lola.
1: Well, she's probably trying not to give certain things away.
0: I guess. Not to
1: give anything away by saying that. The way
0: she talked was just like... I
1: think this guy kind of does this.
0: Like, she she always sounded kind of confused.
1: But I just thought her character was very likable.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, I liked her. I liked her character. I, I do agree. I thought her dialogue like, was a little weird. See, I kind of didn't agree with Liz on it. I actually
2: thought her dialogue was great, and I think she was intentionally vague, because we can get into it, obviously, when we're talking more about spoilers, but I think there's a lot of reason that she talks the way she talks, actually. So I think her character is really good i do agree that milo and lola are a little annoying and they get to be like just a little bit whiny with each other that's the
1: exact word that i was thinking they're they're very whiny
2: and i mean i guess i kind of get it it's like last thing they knew you were graduating college and then it's like oh no i'm in hell but otherwise i agree with you for sure
1: i felt like they could have added more humor to it and i thought that the humor that they tried kind of fell flat and I don't know. I thought there was one one. There was one funny scene where there was somebody hanging because obviously it's hell. You get bodies everywhere, and they told like a, a lame joke, but it was supposed to be lame, and I thought that was really funny. But I feel like for the most part, I just didn't find it humorous either. And I think that they really tried with it too.
0: The humor I thought just kind of made me chuckle. I didn't find anything super laugh aloud. Yeah, I I actually thought it was pretty funny.
2: I a lo- there was a lot of different random things that made me laugh more than anything uh, there was at one point they were listing off i think satan's accomplishments or something and just thrown in the middle of this list of atrocities is something about the tampa bay lightning winning the stanley cup in 2006 <laughs> and just stuff like that i'm always going to appreciate it and i'm not saying that the game is hilarious because of it but little things like that always make me appreciate a game's writing a little more i think
1: There's also, like, weird sexual things every once in a while, but it was so rare, and it just felt very random as well. Like, it didn't seem like it had a place. I felt like they were trying to figure out what vibe they wanted to go with, and they just kind of had, like, a little bit of humor, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and I just felt like they couldn't have, like, a cohesive vibe.
0: Well, the sexual stuff, it's sprinkled in a little bit, because obviously it's supposed to be hell, so there's supposed to be, like, debauchery. But it, it, I didn't feel like it was forced, but it did kind of seem a little sporadic here and there, but I don't know. It. it I mean, it's supposed to be hell, so I think There's it kind just of one sense. more
2: sexy times, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> she, she did not appreciate the amount of sex in this game. You know what, Liz? <laughs> it what it was do, there it was blurred
1: out. Oh, my gosh. I will that's say, the, though, I for the, the dialogue that I was complaining about earlier, I like that when they drank, you would have other options, and they were usually quite out there. Or there would be, like angry or or frustrated or they'd say something stupid i like
0: that yeah so one of the main kind of key components of the gameplay in this game since this is just a kind of text dialogue kind of game one of the main components is whenever you go to a bar which is obviously where most of the dialogue happens you go to the bartender and you pick a drink and the drinks actually state kind of what they'll give you some will say they'll give you courage some will make you flirty and there's even one that actually makes you talk like a pirate which of course whenever that drink was available i always picked that drink but whenever you're actually partaking in conversation, you have your typical two options that you can pick. But then there's a third option that depending on what drink you have, you can take a drink and it gives you a dialogue based on what drink you're drinking. So picking the pirate one, your character would always say like these pirate phrases like ye Scallywags, like randomly this conversation. And then, of course, you get some that are flirty and your character just will start flirting with whatever character you're talking to even though it's not meant to be a flirty conversation. So I kind of liked the enjoyment of that because it gave you this options of changing up your dialogue and how you want to speak to the characters.
1: But I thought it was interesting too though that when you had the two options, even when I picked one, usually the person that you're talking to will give the answers for both things. So I felt like there really wasn't a need to make a choice most of the time. Obviously there are some decisions that you make ahead in the game but I think that when you're just talking to somebody a lot of times it doesn't really matter
2: so I think I agree with you on that I want to go back though to the to the potions or the to the drinks because that was actually one of my complaints is there wasn't enough of that I don't know if it was just me or maybe I missed a lot of dialogue but there just wasn't a lot of good opportunities to make use of those drinks and the different things and honestly for the most part I'm with Liz. I don't feel like they made much of a difference. They were just there to kind of add fun to the game, but it didn't add that much fun for me.
0: I mean, I think it adds like interesting flavor to the conversation, but no, I do agree. I don't think it really affected too much of the story. Like, like oh, you didn't get to go to this branch because you were drinking a flirty drink instead of a drink that gave you courage. I mean, well, that's
2: what I was hoping for, right? Because I was it. it sold it in a way that it was like, oh, change your personality to match your conversations and do all these things. So I'm thinking that there's going to be like puzzles almost based around what types of drinks I had, but largely it just kind of just added flavor to the text, like you said. Yeah. It didn't really do anything, and that was what kind of bothered me most about this, and was sort of a letdown.
0: Well, I feel like it would have been so hard for this game to figure out what drinks you need to get to certain story elements, and then also be like, oh, you have to change to the flirty drink halfway through the conversation or something like that. I feel like if they added that element, it would be really kind of hard to figure out how to get like the good ending of the game because you took a, a wrong branch. It. You didn't have the right drink during one conversation. I feel like it would be kind of difficult to figure that stuff out. But I, 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 I do agree.
2: agree. Sure.
0: Yeah, I, I wish there was maybe a little bit more sustenance with it though. Yeah, I think they could have done
2: something with it, like just a couple brief points like in the breaking, or the branches of the storylines, you have an option of which drink choice you take, and that can help you lead to the ending, but otherwise it was still really fun, I do agree.
1: Or maybe like lead to the ending earlier, you find things out sooner, because I know there's an instance where you can ask why you're there versus something else, And I picked the other one, but then later on, I got to ask that question again, so maybe they could have just made it easier. I don't know. But the drinks, they were different at each location, right? So sometimes they had multiple bars, right? But the bars at one location all had the same drinks.
2: Correct. A lot of them just gave you the liquid courage option, which is basically just being drunk. That's all it was. So it was kind of just, I don't know. It didn't add much.
1: I will say, I do think that the different locations where you can get the drinks—I thought they weren't very memorable. Like, I don't really, except for the hanging people who made the joke. I don't really remember what distinguished them from each other.
0: Um, no, I thought I thought they were pretty different because you had the one bar that had the uh the orgy going on. You had the one bar with the dance floor on it where you did the, the dance off. But aesthetic
1: was all the same. Is well, what I mean, mean, I mean, I. I and that's not really a complaint. I'm just saying, like, I don't really remember which was which or anything. And there weren't that many locations. So I just thought that was kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, there's like five total locations that you kind of switch between. I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's Hill. So obviously it's it's one the kind of overall place. You're not expecting, like, an ice world or anything like that. I I do kind of see where you're coming from. But I don't know. To me, it didn't feel like suit. It didn't feel samey to me. If I felt that it was unique enough.
2: I agree with Andrew that I think everything felt at least unique enough. I, but I also do see what you're saying, Liz. For the large part, a lot of things, at least the overall vibe of a place was kind of the same. But I don't know, it, it's hell. I are supposed to all be a little bit grimy and gross. That's what it all kind of felt like. I don't think I had. I don't think it bothered me at all. I guess is what I would say
0: so even though the majority of this the gameplay is just kind of this dialogue did you guys care at all for like the mini games that are sprinkled into it so obviously every once in a while you play kind of these bar games you do beer pong you do what was it like stairway to heaven and then you do
2: no jacob's ladder jacob's ladder
0: that's what it's called yeah and then um a dance off did did any of these mini games did you guys have any difficulty with them or enjoy them
2: the Jacob's ladder is kind of a pain in the butt, if I'm honest. Is that yeah. The where you stack the
1: glasses. Yes. Oh. Yep.
0: I struggled that with that a little bit the very first time I did it, but I got a little bit better as the time went on. For me, I thought the hardest one was beer pong.
2: Oh yeah, that one was by far the hardest. The dance-offs were easy. Yeah. It was. A, it was a. Uh, uh, what's that thing? Not,
0: is it just called Simon Says? Yeah. Where you just copy what the other person does? Yeah.
2: Well, no, but the uh, what was the 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 old toy back Simon's, when we were kids? Simon Says.
1: The bop it? No. Oh.
2: But yeah, like the four buttons. It's yeah. Simon Says. Boop, boop, beep, boop, boop. I don't know. Yeah, so it was that, but with the controller. Nice. Keep that in.
1: <laughs> I thought that <laughs> the games were pretty fun. I didn't think there were anything exceptional. Like, I, I wasn't enjoying it while I was playing it. It was just like, meh. This is here. Yeah, exactly. Because for me... The fact that I could actually do okay with them, I was like, "This must be so boring for people who are actually good at video games."
2: I mean, I didn't mind it because I knew what the game was, and I wasn't expecting it to wow me. I guess I kind of hoped for a little more of it, maybe, because the the way the game sort of sold itself to me. But largely, I thought they were okay, and it was a nice little added bonus.
0: Yeah, see, that's also my complaint too. There, you do these mini games like maybe three or four times the entire game. And yeah, I was in like the same oppression too, where uh, you would basically be going to different bars and partying and try to basically be the pro of whatever game at a bar. But no, you only kind of do it a handful of times. And even then, like it's pretty forgiving because you can easily just redo it if you lose.
1: I will say it kind of reminds me of Edith Finch in that that was another complaint that I had that I didn't think that there was enough to do. Although in this, you do go up to a lot of people and talk to them. So I think there is a bit more than Edith Finch But I felt the same way that I I feel like it would have just been better to have, like, a short film or something. Like, I thought it was interesting enough that I wanted to watch it, but I didn't think that there was enough to do that I wanted to not be able to do anything else while I'm playing it.
0: See, I feel like you always kind of complain about this, but I disagree. And the main reason is, at least with this game, you have to sit, you have to pay attention, and you have to hit, like, a button to progress. Because I watch you watch Netflix or whatever, Hulu, and you get up and you walk around and you're doing laundry and you're completely missing those, the story. But this those is are shows play. that
1: I've already seen. So for me, like, if I haven't seen... Right now I'm watching Breaking Bad, and I've never watched it before. You better believe I am attentive when I'm watching that. That show's awesome. Like, I gotta focus. But I have reruns of Home Improvement (laughs) (laughs) that I watched, like, 10 years ago, and I still remember most of the episodes, so I'm not gonna really... It was more than 10 years ago, actually. It was more like 20 years ago. But I... So I walk around and stuff. But I also think, too, that this is a game that has a lot of glitches that make me wish that it was a movie and i know i told you about them when you were like liz you always get glitches like you didn't believe me but there was one moment where lola was talking and she was like on a loop and kept repeating the same monologue it was super long and she wouldn't stop and there was only one place that i could go It it was a doorway that led upstairs it wouldn't let me talk to anybody wouldn't let me go anywhere else i went everywhere And you can't fast forward. You can't like hit a button and go past the dialogue. And so I just had to keep hearing her like just ramble the stupid monologue. And I was like, this is ridiculous. I had to exit out of the game twice, like fully exit out. I went back, and then that wasn't even the only glitch. It was it was rough, and I had to, and it wouldn't fully save. You're looking at me like, you don't believe me. <laughs>
0: no, because I do always think it's funny. No matter what game we play, you're always like, oh, I get all these glitches. No, and I'm like, I had no issue at all. There
1: was another one where Lola and Milo had to, and by the way, we're going to get into this later, but Metacritic, everyone was saying it was buggy. It's not just me. It's not just me. No, I mean, but I had
0: one little bug, but.
1: The one where Milo and Lola have to make a decision about who's arrested So, the first time that I played it, the choice came up super quick. I didn't really have time to hit the button. And maybe I was distracted, but I don't think so. But anyway, so they disappeared and it just randomly picked somebody. So then I had a glitch where I couldn't... That was a scene and I couldn't move along. And so I had to shut off my game again, turn it back on. And then so I had to make that choice again. And then later on in the game, it went back to my original choice. It was weird. I just felt like it was just so... And then a lot of times it would cut off mid-sentence or the characters were supposed to be talking and they weren't. I just... I thought it was very buggy.
2: So I will say I noticed your issue with the talking where at least sometimes if you were walking too quickly that it would cut off dialogue and it would be jumpy sometimes. I did get that. I don't know if it's a bug or if it's just poor planning. Because I got that a lot.
1: I actually um, went online to see if other people were having the problem. And I did hear that if you walk too fast, that happens. But for me, when I read that and I kept playing the game, it kept doing it to me. And maybe it's an internet lag. I don't know. Could that be it?
0: No. Then there was a
1: problem. And it kept (laughs) happening to me even after I read that online. And I know you guys don't believe me, but this game, when you have to listen to the same dialogue on a loop over and over and over again... It's frustrating.
0: No, I understand. Just like with ukulele, when you keep that music going over and over and over again, yeah, it drives <laughs> me. That was inside. the
1: first time that you actually got up when you were like, "I gotta turn this off."
2: So I, again, I just other than just not walking too fast, I didn't really have any issues with the the audio and that. My biggest complaint, because I didn't have any of those other issues and I believe you Liz I just I, I, I didn't have them happen to me thankfully what I did find annoying even though it didn't really impact the game too much was frame rate issues a couple times I didn't mind because it would just be like as I was walking through a map or something it would kind of hang up a bit but it was on the, the boat scenes and to me that felt like it's the same thing over and over again it should at least just be smooth
1: I thought it was the internet. But, I thought
0: it did it to me too. No, well, so if you notice, the boat scenes are loading screens, and, and so I that's get what, that. That, that's and what I, that frame rate drop is—is is it's loading. Oh. And I sort
2: of get that, like I do, but there's interact. It's an interactive load screen, and I just, I guess I, and, and I could be wrong because I don't know what it takes to program a game, obviously. But even as a loading screen, if it's just going to be a constant loop like it is, it should just be a smooth loop. That's all. Uh, that's my only thing but it didn't
0: even bother me
2: is what i'm saying it's just i noticed it
0: the only slight bug that i ever got in this game it was a little bit of like tracking issue so whenever the taxi would sometimes leave it would do this like weird flip and then like still stay on course um there was a couple times where like my characters wouldn't like properly sit in the taxi but i mean those were just minor i, never I don't had believe a, you <laughs> i never had to turn my xbox off and start the game over i'm just yeah, saying I liz say no matter what game we play you find some sort of bug
1: but the fact that i shut off the xbox and go back in and it works again like that loop like you like that's there's something wrong there the loop it, yes that's, i had that's to take a taxi much. i knew exactly what i had to do i went to the taxi it wouldn't let me do anything i went everywhere except for this one doorway to leads up, that leads upstairs and that's the only thing it would let me do it wouldn't let me talk to anybody anything
0: i'm just saying i wish i could see what you keep
2: doing to break these games <laughs> You need to teach Liz how to use the record option on the Xbox. Yeah. Because I need proof of these things.
0: You also need to get into, like, quality testing
1: you for companies. You need to go to Metacritic you... and see that everyone was saying that it was buggy as well. Okay. <laughs> so
0: it's I, not that I, I don't also believe you. I just think it's funny. You keep breaking these games.
2: The internet throws out the word bug in a way that I don't necessarily always agree with. But that's a different story.
0: Yeah, it could be a feature.
2: Yeah. Obviously.
1: The loop feature. Guys, play this game for the loop feature.
2: <laughs> That's all this game This is. game is in
0: hell, so it's just repeating to make you go crazy. Think about that. That's it. Booyah. But since this game does take place in hell, what did you guys actually think of the environment of hell?
2: Like- so, I mean, I think we already kind of talked about the variants of maybe a lot of the, the areas. But graphically, I thought this game was really cool. I, I liked the way that it did a lot of that 3D layering, like we talked about in games like Ori and stuff like that. You have things that are in the foreground. It makes it just feel a little bit more dynamic. But yeah, I thought it was really cool as a whole. And the art and graphic styles are really, I don't know. I don't know if they're unique, but I guess it kind of feels comic bookish.
1: I agree. That. It was my favorite part about the game, the art style. I love the way that it would pan in and out like a camera on in a movie. And then there was a scene where you're walking behind Satan, and you kind of go up and around. I just thought there was cool things like that.
0: Oh yeah, when you're walking on the wall, then you're like walking on the ceiling.
1: Which I had another glitch there. I'm not going to get into it, but <laughs> I like that you could do that as well. I just I, the look, the feel of it, the artistry. I thought that was great. That was the best part of the game.
0: Yeah, I I really liked it too. It because it, it was kind of like this cool. I mean, obviously it was hell, but it was still meant to look like kind of like a rundown city.
1: But it was colorful.
0: Yeah, it was colorful. I loved the character designs. I loved the demons, how they're kind of like black to gray skin, but they have glowing eyes and mouths. And then, of course, if it's more of an interesting demon, they have like extra designs like Apollyon or Satan himself or, or Wormhorn, who is your personal demon, which she's kind of an interesting character. But yeah, I, I love the character designs. I do think it's kind of interesting that all the humans literally kind of looked the same like even milo and lola they always kind of had like the same kind of body type it's just slight different features to distinguish them from a girl or a guy but there wasn't like an overweight human or anything like that or a taller human or a shorter human they all just kind of the same look you know
2: one of the things i loved about it though is as they would talk if you would move them left to right their animations would change to sort of like, what they were talking about. They'd flail their arms or, you know, but they'd also gesture towards characters as you moved back and forth between them. And I thought that was a really cool feature. I don't know if you noticed that at all.
0: A little bit. I mean, I I thought the animations of the game itself were pretty cool. Like, it felt like the conversations were, were like, a real conversation.
1: Yeah, and again, getting back to what we said earlier, the voice acting I thought was amazing. Although I will say... The choices that they picked, I felt like a lot of the characters sounded kind of the same. So sometimes I would have to be like, wait, who's talking? I thought Sam and
0: uh, Lola sounded very similar.
1: But I will say that Wormhorn, I don't know why that name is so hard to say wormhorn had, i think had the most unique voice and i always knew it was her she kind of sounded like judy greer the actress but i felt like she was the only one that really stood out everybody else just it just blended the guys sounded like the guys i mean obviously but like all the guy voice actors um except for satan but yeah, i had to keep looking to see who was. you couldn't put i couldn't put my head down i had to keep looking and seeing who was talking well
0: did you turn subtitles on I did. Okay.
1: No, but like that's what I mean. Like I couldn't really look down. I'd have to like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, your focus has to be on the game. Yeah,
2: I don't. I don't know. I didn't feel like I noticed that a ton, to be honest. But I, I did think the voice acting. And I had to literally just look up who Judy Greer was. But as soon as you said <laughs> it, or as soon as I looked her up, I was like, "Yep, that's the voice." <laughs> it's not actually her voice, but it sounds like a perfect. I almost was gonna say like Ellen Degeneres, like kind of from Finding Nemo. Oh,
1: yeah, kind of close to it's that. Like
2: kind of her Dory voice, a little bit. but yeah. She's probably one of the more entertaining characters in the in the whole game, I think. But she gets She's a insulted little at the
1: end, and I felt bad for her.
2: Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. But, but well, yeah.
1: what, <laughs> yeah. hey, what, what kind of spoiler is somebody got insulted? Well,
0: but yeah. So the art style and like the characters, I I absolutely loved this game. But I didn't notice there wasn't too much music. There was a couple times where they played music, and I I liked the kind of moments they had it, like with the intro. But overall, I didn't think there was too much music with this the the sound effects of the game i thought were fine but there wasn't anything too crazy i mean you go to a couple clubs with some dj music but yeah I, I never felt like the score of this game was anything that interesting
2: there's one song in this game that is pretty amazing and i wish i could think of it but the scene where you go downstairs and you first meet ono the 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 demon and the guy singing together do you know the one i'm talking about
1: i don't remember in the that scene
2: i don't know oh. Oh, you guys might not have taken this path. Never mind. Well, there is a scene where it's with two musicians that made me chuckle. So maybe you'll find that. We'll talk yeah, about
0: that later. Man. Oh, yeah, because I never met the musician Demon. So, yeah, I didn't take that path. But
2: okay, well we'll, we'll get talk there. About I guess. that after.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, I like the music. I thought it was good.
0: Yeah. But then, of course, the final segment of this, of our normal discussions, is the achievements. And I thought the achievements of this game are pretty good. So... Majority of the achievements in this game are secret achievements, but they don't want to give away the story. So, majority of the achievements you'll actually kind of unlock anyway by doing the achievements. So, we won't discuss too much of the achievements because we obviously don't want to spoil any of the story. But of course, the ones that are revealed, which I actually thought were kind of funny, one of them is there's a reason why this game is rated M, and it's to purposely choose a swear like twenty times or something like that. Which I actually I wasn't even trying to get that achievement, and I I, I met like sixteen out of twenty, so I almost have it, but. I don't know if you guys were able to get that one.
2: I did, because I was paying attention towards it. Uh, I started probably about halfway through, so I, I tried to choose things. Because like we talked about, a lot of things didn't really matter Yeah. with dialogue choices. So yeah, I took it as much as I could.
1: I didn't get it, but I disagree with you. I thought the achievement sucked, because if I finish a game... Like, I should have more points. I was I was bummed. I'm just going to put that out there. But well, the
0: game's meant to be played multiple times.
1: But then you should be able to skip past the dialogue. I can't listen to those people for five hours again. Is that a joke? Like, for me, and it just it is, like, heavily dialogue-based, and the dialogue is bad. It's like, I, I couldn't do it. But there were some, like... There was one that was super close to getting, which was the drink 20 different types of alcohol. And I was so close to doing it, but I just couldn't bring myself to play the game anymore. So I didn't get it. So I should have like 450. Like if I go back and like finish, that, I think I need like one more drink or something stupid. And I, I'm just not gonna do it. So I'm stuck at 350. And I beat the game. It's no, lame. No.
2: So here's one thing that I will agree with you about, Liz. Is uh, this game is not easy to replay unless you really want to because I think there's a lot of different things you can see in the game. But it does make it tough when a lot of the dialogue can't be skipped. So I wholly agree with you. But I do think there's replay value at the same time. That being said, one thing that is really tough about these achievements, just worth noting, your second playthrough, it's a completely different counter, at least from what I read online. So a lot of these achievements that have the counters don't think your second playthrough is just going to carry over, focus on them the second time if you didn't the first time.
0: Now, there is one secret achievement that I want to mention... Uh, which I actually thought was pretty funny. The achievement is called "Pet the Damn Dog," and there actually is a dog in Satan's house where you actually go to pet. And it's funny because the joke behind that too. There is a Twitter account in Hell called Bicker, and one of the Twitter, one of the tweets says, "I purposely designed a game with a dog that you cannot pet. I deserve to be here." <laughs> So it's just kind of funny making fun of games that always put animals in their games, but there's no way to pet it. Because I love that's like the current growing trend for the past like two years, is that if there is some sort of animal in a game, you have to be able to pet it. And so I like that this game put in a dog that you're able to pet.
2: I think there's actually a Twitter account called like, can you pet this or can you pet the dog or something? And And it rates games based on whether or not you can pet the dog. So that actually leads me into another achievement, one that I got while we were just sitting here, is I just left the bicker up on my Xbox while we were recording, and you have to waste 20 minutes on bicker. So that's another achievement that you can get pretty easily. And while I can't say it's worth 20 minutes of scrolling, there are some really funny things in there. So it's one of the, that's one of the parts of the game that, going back to the humor just real quick, it's is actually pretty funny in the game, I think.
1: Yeah, I kind of forgot about this. So I will say I did think that they were kind of funny. My favorite, I don't remember it verbatim, but it was kind of saying that the Trader Joe's parking lot in hell is the same as on Earth. And ain't that the truth? Me and Andrew went to a Trader Joe's on a Sunday, and it was it was awful.
2: <laughs> there's, there's really some good ones. I, I have to say I think my favorite one, because I have it up here, is Smash Mouth should have called themselves Mouth Smash. Changed my mind. I saw you know that what? one. <laughs> truth. That also truthless. I'm with you. <laughs> oh, also, what's the point of happy hour if drinks are free down here?
0: <laughs> That's actually a good point.
2: <laughs> There's the, actually one other one. Just because now, now I'm on a full roll here. Is once I figure out how to get my or once I figure out how to free my arms and legs from these chains and stop this goddamn pigeon from eating my liver, it's over for you hoes.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so overall, this game's not too bad for achievement hunters. It's I mean, it's a pretty quick game, but it's. Not like something you can quickly breeze through again for your second playthrough, but I, I think the game's pretty. I think it's worth going through a second try and seeing other options you can do. So, kind of getting into our final thoughts, though. Overall, I think this was a definite game. I had a lot of fun with it. I I really enjoy kind of the stories the studio comes up with because I think they're they're very unique. Like I really enjoyed Oxenfree. It it sounded pretty like. It sounded like a typical story on paper, but it ended up becoming an interesting story. And same with this game. Like, reading about this game, it's like, oh, that's a really unique story that you haven't heard of. I really liked it. I didn't think it was as interesting as Oxenfree, but I really liked it. I really loved the characters in this game. I loved the design of it. There isn't much gameplay with it, so it's a very relaxing game that you can kind of just set your controller down and push a button every once in a while. But it it kept me pretty entertained. Uh, overall, I think I'd have to give this game an 80
2: I think I'd probably largely agree with you I think this game is it's easy to play it's at least worth one playthrough for sure so I definitely call it a game only if you really want to be dedicated to the achievements or you get really into the story for some reason I think is it worth the second but it's its a lot of fun I think it's like five to seven hours all in and I, again like one playthrough I, I got like 600 gamer score out of it so that's always cool But I yeah, I think I'd go on with you with the eighty. I think I'm fair with that.
1: I think oh I went in thinking sixty five, but I think I'm gonna give it a seventy because Yeah, as we're talking yeah, as we're talking about I'm like, oh the picker was funny and the graphics and the art style, I mean that alone is worth sixty five and then another five for all like the other fun stuff that we were talking about but looking at metacritic i thought it was really interesting so the the xbox metacritic critics gave it 74 users 5.5 and pc had a bit more reviews so 76 and 7.1 but i wrote down some of them from the xbox metacritic that i thought were interesting because people seem to have opposing points of view on some things so the one of the users said Misses the mark for me by having deeply unlikable characters and an awful quirky for quirky sake humor. You could remove all dialogue from this game and replace it with two mute characters with I am a relatable millennial written in Sharpie on their foreheads. And the game experience wouldn't change. Wow. (laughs) I don't. I think that's harsh, gamer. but I kind of agree with uh, it. I
0: don't, because I thought the characters were incredibly likable.
1: No, no, I meant, I meant the dialogue part. Because like oh. I said earlier, it was like somebody was trying to make someone sound like a, a young person. that They don't really talk like that. Uh, another user said, Laggy, stuttering gameplay. Dialogue that cuts off mid-sentence or is just missing altogether. The whole game feels like it hasn't been finished. But the critics...
2: I'm glad you read your own review list. No, no. Thank
0: you.
1: I, <laughs> I, I Liz do is not. I
0: actually went and read a critic and wrote this.
2: She, she just wrote that and then read I it back to us. Thank bad you. list.
1: If I like something, I give it a five star. And if I don't like something, I just keep my mouth shut. You know, like if you go on Yelp, like I can't leave a three. Could star. Have me. Oh my gosh. Uh, one of the critics gave it a seventy, and he said or she said, "One of the funniest games I've ever played." I think that's a bit much, but you know, maybe he hasn't played a lot of games. And then another (laughs) critic (laughs) gave it a 60. Disappointing follow-up to Oxen Free, one held up from being an absolute car crash thanks to two wonderfully wit written protagonists. I cannot talk today. Wonderfully written protagonists and some crackling dialogue between the two with lame mini-games, Bugs Galore. Bugs Galore. You want me to say that again? Bugs galore. In a story that promises so much and delivers so little, After Party will be an afterthought in no time at all. I thought that was a little harsh, too. But, I mean, yeah. So, I feel like there's a lot of opposing points of view with that. Like, some people were like, oh, the dialogue was great. Some say the dialogue is terrible. So, I think you should just play the game and see what you guys think. I like you respect
0: the reviews of, like, the angry people.
1: Oh, I always go for, like, the the bad reviews because, I mean, who wants... So, why... What?
0: why, Why are you telling people to play it
2: if it's a pass?
1: No, because if people have such opposing points of view. I feel like it would be really interesting to hear what everybody thinks about it because obviously I disagree and re- agree that the dialogue wasn't good and you guys disagree. But I like reading the bad reviews because it's like, who wants to just read through, just like positive, oh, this game's great, this game's great. Blah, blah. I like the people who like, they lit a fire up under them. Like
0: <laughs> 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 This game insulted their life.
1: Yeah, so I always find those more interesting. And one last thing, Everyone was comparing it to Oxenfree, which I kind of feel bad about because, I mean, it is its own game, but obviously it came from the same company, so people are going to compare it, but everyone said Oxenfree was better.
0: But yeah, so I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, we, Like I said, we will be doing a uh, more of a spoiler discussion of the story after this, but uh, I've been your Hardcore Gamer host, Andrew. You can follow me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. I also have Twitter with the same name. So uh, we also have an Xbox Club. Called GP, GP Pals, come and join us, and uh, you can try to beat me in GamerScore, as Keith did last month. Yeah, girl. And I'm still
1: Keith. Okay, little um, Fluffy.
0: You are getting worse and worse with your outro.
2: <laughs> I really am. But, you know, you know me by now.
1: I just want to do that song, <laughs> you know If You Don't Know Me By Now, but I'm not going to sing it because I can't if sing. You don't know That's it, me yep. Voice of an Angel. <laughs> and- <laughs> we
2: want to keep listeners.
1: <laughs> and I'm Liz noob gamertag coming on I'm dean and you can find me at liz the noob on twitter noob is ew
0: Alrighty. righty so if none of you want to hear any spoilers so you can uh, stop the episode here and we'll see you uh, next week but for those who uh, either played the game kind of want to hear some more of a discussion of the story or they don't care if the game's spoiled for them welcome this is our well, more of our spoiler i room.
2: didn't get to say bye well
0: you don't get a bye because you don't even give an outro mm-hmm. so only people give mm-hmm. outros say bye. You can say bye at the end of the episode. This is the end of the episode. This is dangus. the
1: snarky segment. <laughs> I just wanted to say
0: bye to the people who stopped. her. Right, but uh, those of you who are here for the uh, spoiler, welcome to the after party. Huh? Woo! I stole that one from Keith, so if you actually thought it was any funny, it, it was Keith's idea. But if you hated it, welcome, it was also everyone. Keith's idea. But uh, yeah, so the big question I had for you guys, since Keith, I know you played more, you, well, you had a different story. I The big problem I had with the story is why were they in hell? I heard how they got there. They got there because they were in a car accident and they just died. Like someone ran a red light and hit their car and they they died. But I couldn't quite figure out why were they in hell. What did they do so badly that made them come to hell? Because you heard some other people's stories of why they're in hell, but you never heard them, or at least I never heard it. I think the best description
2: I can have, or I can think of, is there's like one conversation I had with Satan, and you might have had it, might have given you the same dialogue as you when you ask him why you're in hell. He's like, you know, in 45 years. A guy named Rob is going to come down here and he's going to ask me the same question. And he makes this whole spiel about how Rob said he was going to, or whoever this person was, is going to do all these great things in their life. And then at the end of the day, they were just fat and lazy on their couch. And then they died. And then they were there asking him the same question. So basically, like, not because necessarily they were evil, but because they were kind of just not really as good to people as they thought. I almost feel like a Good Place kind of vibe, to be honest.
0: Oh, the TV show The Good Place?
2: Yeah, if that makes sense. That's, like, kind of the best way I can describe it.
0: So, that was kind of, like, my biggest disappointment. I was expecting, like, this huge kind of twist as to why they were in hell, but it never really played in anything like that. Even their death was just kind of like, oh, okay. So, overall, like, the end of the story, too... So there's kind of three main options as to how you beat this game. So in the end, you basically find out that Satan is an alcoholic and everyone in the family of demons is like worried about him and that hell's falling to pieces because all he wants to do is drink. And you basically have three options to beat him. You can either let him win and try to go to rehab. You could beat him so you can get out of hell or you could lose to him and end up staying in hell. My other big complaint, though, with like the ending is I never quite understood why Milo and Lola are trying to help Satan. Because, like, it's hell, and, like, everyone's just kind of not doing their job. So isn't that a good thing? Because these humans aren't getting tortured. So isn't that what they kind of want? So Milo and Lola basically want Satan to start doing his job and torturing humans again? That's kind of what I didn't understand.
2: Well, because I... So I guess to answer that question, and I don't know if this even answers the question because the, the dialogue's just weird in the game. People are talking about how morale used to be good and like everyone enjoyed hell, but now they don't. But I don't know if it's along the lines of because <laughs> humans aren't getting tortured, and I I don't know. I'm kind of confused about the whole
0: thing. Yeah, which that was kind of like my big issues with the plot with this story. But as we kind of discussed, there's kind of different branching paths. So for me. I went for following Apollyon, which I don't know if you saw, Keith. Apollyon was supposed to be like a lawyer. And the whole kind of story with that is there is a human who's being accused of being a serial killer. And he's claiming he's innocent. And you are basically going to be his lawyer. And Apollyon tells you, no matter what, this guy needs to be convicted. He needs to be here in hell. And as you're in court, you're finding out that, yes, this guy was framed. It was a warlock who actually murdered these people. And that's why it looks like he did it. So I ended up freeing that human. And Apollyon gets mad at you. She's like, we really need that human here. Because in the end, you find out he's actually a... He's an intervention specialist. And they wanted him there to help talk to Satan about him going to rehab. Which I think is kind of a weird thing. Because it's like, so this guy would be damned for hell... Just for this one little moment to help Satan become better, so he can torture more humans.
2: They're demons. They don't care. Yeah, that's no. <laughs> kind of the point. I don't. Th- I don't think that's a plot hole. But see, I so I did the opposite, and I also I think in going back to there's really only one other stemming option is I had alluded to it in the episode is where you have an, two options on how you get a, an entrance into Satan's party. So I personally chose helping Linda, which was you just had to go meet her supposedly you have to go on this whole thing where it, she's in this contract basically where she has to perform every night at this this one bar so you have to go negotiate with the demon that has her contract to let her out for a night i ended up getting three like old timey monks from the 1600s to sing for her or something oh man i should
0: have i should have done that story
2: <laughs> yeah like i said it, it was the one song there's there's a demon in a, in a human that you show up and they're singing this song and it's it's awful <laughs> and it goes on for a long time but it's also kind of amusing i wish I, I actually tried looking up if there's a quick link for it on youtube i couldn't find it but it was by far the best music in the game and it made me laugh a lot oh, man. and man uh, so that so yeah, ultimately what I found, and I think you probably did, because it sounds like you took the Lola options. Yeah. is you ultimately get into a fight, and it kind of your your personal demon wormhorn says like, hey, this person's the leader between you two, and then the other one storms off, and you have to go get them back.
0: Yeah, that's what I had to do. But of course, I was playing as Lola, trying to get Milo back.
2: So I am curious, actually, what did you have to do to get him back? Or, like, where did you find it? I him?
0: went back to the Schoolyard Strangler, I believe. It was like okay. the first one. Okay, and,
2: and, and there was, like, a bingo game going on or
0: something? No. Um, oh, wait, no, there was. Yeah, there was a bingo game going on.
2: Okay, so that's the same. Yeah, uh, that's okay. what I had to do as well. Except I just had to get Lola back. So what happened with your ending? So with your ending, you said you beat Satan. I did. So I had to do that Jacob's Ladder game, and I lost to him. I think it took me a good 10 to 15 tries. But every time you lose, he just goes, "Ah, well, I'll give you another shot. I could do this all night. So I think the whole point of it is that Satan doesn't want to give up drinking. And, and that's kind of the point of it. So he'll give you as many choices, chances as you need to try and beat him. Your only other option is to, well, at that point, once you've engaged in the drinking game, is to just go, nope, we lost. And you stay in hell forever. Which is an achievement, so going back to that, if, if you're still with us, that's that's one of the story achievements.
0: So with mine, I ended up like trying to get Satan back into rehab, in which I guess he does, but then he just ends up relapsing after three months. And so you accepted your fate of staying in hell, but then in the end, Sam's like, wait, there's another option. And she basically is describing a 2D platformer game that it, the game's going to become. Oh, you're going to have to start collecting things and jumping and fighting monsters. Like It was just kind of funny. But it... it It was kind of a lackluster ending, because they're acting like, you know, oh, we have this job, we're basically basically just living lives just in hell. And to me, that didn't make sense, because it's like, wouldn't you be tortured every day? I don't get, like, how they're, like, basically living lives and having an apartment and stuff like that. But yeah, Sam teases a way for them to get out, and it just ends kind of that way.
2: Well, you know, it's actually kind of funny is, so in the path I took, I get to go back to Earth and everything, and... Lola goes off and becomes a successful business person, and Milo is just hanging out in a shop. But Satan goes, Yeah, and you know, since I'm feeling good, how about everyone who was on your team gets to go back to heaven, too, or go back to earth, too? Now, for my team, I had picked two demons. I think it was like Sam and the drunk from the very beginning of the ah. game. So Milo and Lola are having a conversation and, I don't know, Lola kind of starts reminiscing. She's like, you know, we we made a lot of good friends down there. And basically almost saying she wants to go back to hell. And then it ends sort of where Milo, go, Milo makes a comment about, well, you know, I don't think the gatekeepers really look highly on people who bring demons back to the earth or something along those <laughs> lines. So... They go back to hell anyways, it sounds like, <laughs> even
0: when they get out. My team, I picked Apollyon and Sam, and since I didn't realize it was going to be an intervention, they refused to play the games. So basically with Pong, oh. it was just Milo and Lola taking turns, but the enemy team would get, basically get two turns before I would get one, and it really kind of shot me in the foot. And I was like, crap, And there wasn't a way to like go back and change your teammates.
2: Oh, that stinks. Well, I don't think it mattered if you beat him in Pong. I'm pretty sure it always went to the second season. I think it did too. Because I well, because I lost. So. I did too,
0: but it was always the best of two, so like it, it didn't really matter.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I had anything about best of two. I think I just lost Pong and then went to the to the final ending or the final drinking game, which was Jacob's ladder against Satan.
0: Yeah, that's what I had too. All right, so yeah, I, I felt like there was just like kind of a little bit of like random plot holes. Like I really wish there was more fleshed out with Milo and Lola. I didn't think there was too much. I felt like this was more of about a story of a just dis- like dysfunctional family because they even kept talking about how God was basically their dad and only hell exists and they're still there because Satan refuses to apologize to God. I don't know, like I felt like the story was a little the bit weird with that. Said. Yeah, but
2: yeah, it, it's definitely kind of weird, and I'll give you that. But I would, I was gonna say, kind of going back to the whole Sam dialogue. I think that's why she's intentionally vague. Is I don't, I think she's almost ashamed of the whole. Satan sibling thing because she's just a taxi driver so she doesn't open that up to people and I think and that's why once she kind of tells you all that that's why you get the achievement you know I guess she likes you enough
0: yeah that's true but I don't know, I don't know. I, I, the adventure for me I think it was still definitely worth taking I had a lot of fun with it I, I really liked the characters I just wish the human aspect of it it just felt like it was a little more weak
2: yeah I, I I largely agree and that's why I think this game is really just worth one playthrough. And not much more, unless, again, you really want to drive achievements. But I think it's worth one time through. It's fun, but that's about it.
0: But I think we're going to wrap it up here. This episode has now already been uh, dragging on pretty long for a pretty short game. But uh, I have been Andrew. Uh, Liz is in the other room because the baby started to wake up. So she was like, I don't really have much to discuss with this. So Liz is in the other room. She says bye. And that's a bye for me as well. All right. We hope to all see you again next week. We hope you enjoyed this. And we'll see you next